So there's this guy called Tom Wujek, and he's a researcher. And one of the things he's done with hundreds of people is he does this exercise where he gives them raw spaghetti and sticky tape. And the aim of the exercise is to try and build as tall a structure as you possibly can. So your job then, if you're in a if you're in a team or whatever, you get together and you build some kind of structure with the aim being to try and make it as tall as possible. And all you've got is this raw spaghetti and some sticky tape. And here's the interesting thing. He's done it with all different kinds of people, all different kinds of professions, all different kinds of education. So he's done it with engineers. He's done it with um, business graduates who've got an MBA. He's done it with artists. And guess who finishes top? Guess who are the best performing people when it comes to, to succeeding at building this tallest structure made only out of raw spaghetti and tape? Out of all of those engineers and people with MBA business degrees, the best performers were children in kindergarten. <laughs> really, really young children. And the reason for that is that as soon as they're given the task, they just kind of dive in. They grab the spaghetti, they grab the sticky tape, they start sticking it together and, and, and putting it up. And then a couple of minutes later, it'll fall down and they'll go again. They'll, uh, they'll start building again. They just kind of dive straight in and do it. And so 10 minutes later, they've got this five foot structure. And in the same amount of time, the MBAs are still arguing. They're still planning about what they should do. But the kindergarten children, they've already done it. They're already five foot high with their spaghetti and sticky tape tower. And the MBAs and the engineers, well, they haven't even started yet. And when I heard that story, I heard it from um, the founder of Patreon, uh, which is a way for artists to get paid basically from their creativity. I heard it in a talk that he did, but it really resonated with me in terms of, in terms of the difference that it makes when you kind of go and test something out. I don't know if like me, you ever had an idea that's been kicking around in your brain for a long period of time, you know, maybe for days or weeks, months or even years. And it keeps on coming back. It keeps on buzzing at you. You know, something that you'd really like to do. Something you think might actually work for you. Whether that be in terms of your career or business or in terms of life change. And that thing buzzes round and it keeps on coming back. And you don't actually do it. Because the voice in your head. That little kind of chatterbox in our brain that we all have says. Nah, well, that's not going to work, is it? And comes up with a number of reasons why that's not going to work, is it? And yet that voice in the head doesn't know anything. That voice in the head hasn't tried this before and doesn't know. And so it reminds me really, that story, 
where the engineers and the MBAs who were stood around discussing it and planning it and arguing and coming up with an idea and then knocking it down again, saying, no, that won't work because dot, dot, dot. They're like the voice in our head that also says that when we try to do something, when we want to, when we're thinking of enacting an idea that we've had for quite a while. Whereas the kindergarten children, the ones who are actually successful, are the ones who just experimented, who just tried it out. And so I raise that because I wonder if there's anything that's been in your mind that you have an idea that might just improve life. But that voice in your head, like the MBA, um, MBA graduates and the business people and the engineers say, no, nah, that's not going to work. You can't do that because... And that voice dissuades you from even giving it a go. I wonder what it'd be like if you were to act more like the kindergarten children. Where you kind of rolled your sleeves up and thought, well, let's try it. Even on a small scale. Let's actually put the rubber to the road on this and see what we learn. Because what they learned is that their tower fell down very quickly and they had to start again and it fell down. And in the process of it falling down, they were learning something every time so that within 10 minutes they had a five foot structure. And I just wonder if instead of listening to that voice in the head that presents itself as an expert, even though it's not, not get any experience in this field any more than you do, what it would be like to conduct a small experiment that just tried your idea out? What would it be like if, instead of doing nothing because of that voice in the head, that you just mitigated some of the things that it was talking about, if you just experimented and tried it? Now, this exercise from Tom Wujek, what his research shows that those people who just get stuck in and give it a go and learn by what works and what doesn't, that they're actually far smarter and far more successful at the task than those who stand there saying, no, that won't work because. And it just resonated with me because, you know, there's ideas in my head that I've had for a while that I'm kind of drawn towards. And that voice in my head has said the same thing. No, well, that won't work. Don't do that because haven't you thought about this and that and the other? And it's helpful just to see a real world example where those kind of voices don't get anything done. Much like I haven't got anything done with these ideas that keep on pulling me towards them. Whereas those who just got stuck in and tried it out and were playful with it. They were the ones who actually made progress. And so I'm going to take that to heart and see how I can apply that and be more like the kindergarten children with some of these ideas that I've had buzzing around my head. And I wonder if you might want to do the same. And if you find this episode useful, then why not share the usefulness by sharing it with your friends and family? You can subscribe to the show, of course, uh, wherever you normally get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. They're out daily. You can watch these episodes. The whole back catalogue is on a sliceoftherapy.com if you prefer these by YouTube rather than by audio. And you could even work with me directly. My name is Alan Parry 
I'm the director of the Liverpool Psychotherapy Practice, and you can find me and the back catalogue of these podcasts at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. So thanks for listening. I'll be back tomorrow.